Agony Podcast. We take old problems, give some new advice that literally no one asked for. Enjoy! Enjoy! That doesn't work. <laughs> Why not? Because you laughed immediately after it. You need a clean break. Oh, okay. One, two, three. Ha <laughs> <laughs> What a way to open. Oh, what a way to open. Well, it's just like us. We're so experienced with people clapping. We just love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I thought you had a special way you wanted to open the podcast. Oh, yeah. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Wait, I don't remember the lyric. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling... No, this is pod... Oh, shit! Yeah. <laughs> One more time, from the top! <laughs> Clap! <laughs> I don't know about you, but this is episode 22! Nice! Well done! Professional! We are so that's good. That's why it is episode 22. To be honest, I also think that's one of Miss Swift's catchiest songs. Do you? Yeah, I think it's an absolute bop. Ooh, I think it? when it came out, it got overplayed too much and then everyone who was turning 22 was always playing it. But mm. now I'm like, Kung. I heard it recently and I was like, that that is a bop. What about Shake It Off? Shake It No, that's irritating. What about me? With Breenling, 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 the guy from... The guy from... Brendan? No, it's like, I can see his name, but that's no help to me. Brayden? Maybe. It's the guy from Panic at the Disco. Although, it's now only him. Panic at the Disco is only him now. Really? Yeah, it's one man band. Brandon something. I know who you mean. Me, he, he. She's all over my For You page at the minute, to yes, be saved. To be honest, I would go see that concert. It looks really good. I'm, I, I, I'm not ashamed. I'm a, I'm a fan of her music. Although I don't know if I'm a fan of her. Yeah, I don't... Oh, I think she's been annoying. I don't want to... See, this is the thing. I don't want to start this podcast by being like... Bashing. Bashing. <laughs> but I'm just like... I can see why she has so many people to write albums about. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon there's a couple of albums that could be written about her. Is that what you're trying to say? Well, I'm just saying, like, like, I, I just, I just, again, because it's all over my For You page, so I feel like I'm in on the drama. It's, like, very parasocial. But her breaking up with her ex-boyfriend, who right. there's rumours of cheating... <laughs> He cheated on her. Rumours. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Okay, right. And then her now being... Let's make this a pop culture podcast. Let's go. But now her going out with Matty Healy. So, I mean, girl, like, girl, who am I? Like a gay American <laughs> man? Girl. <laughs> okay, girl. Girl. Um, no, but I mean, like, there is no more, like... How does she not see that she's almost become a parody of, like, the type of woman who, like... It breaks up with the guy. It kind of happens yeah. around like my age. Like you know, if people who are in that long term relationship who thought they were going to marry, but then they don't marry, mm. and then goes out with like the most stereotypical dirt bag, like ratty. He's like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just so cool. And you're like, rebound. babes, don't be so basic. Like you're being such a basic bitch by going out with the, like the most stereotypical. I know rebound of a. Like, do you know what I mean? Of like a, no one thinks he's a good idea. No. And it's like, do you, are you, that's why part of me feels like this is a stunt. There's no way, she almost, I think, wanted to be like, 
the narrative because there's no way there's no way she's like she doesn't realize that this is so insane it is and then isn't it the stuff as well with so Matty Healy said some questionable racist stuff about I've seen this stuff about him but I don't know any details but there was something about oh now I'm gonna forget her name um something spice uh sweet uh I know who you mean I would She's got an absolute banger. Um, Multiple, multiple bangers. Ice Spice? Ice Spice? Is that her name? Ice Spice? Maybe. But then the point is that he said something questionable and now Taylor Swift is doing a remix with her to kind of like be like, I don't know. Again, as you said, it's all over my For You page. I don't understand. Everyone's telling me. It was like the the period with Selena. Selena and Hayley um, Bieber. Did you see any of that? No. Oh my God, that was a whole week of my life. I was invested in that drama. What happened? Okay, wow. <laughs> wow. Strap in, because it's about to get weird. Basically, the whole drama for about a week is that... Um, oh, it's really... Com- that Hayley Bieber was so in love with Justin Bieber. Right. Hayley yeah. Bieber is Justin Bieber's wife. Um, but yeah. when... She's normally Hayley Baldwin. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. She's not Alec Baldwin's daughter. She's the he's the one who killed someone. He's got a daughter named Ireland. Yeah, yeah, it's, I know that. For it's free. his because he named his daughter Ireland, like the like, nation. <laughs> weird. I don't think they've ever even been. That's her uncle, but her dad is also really weird and really into. I can't remember. Okay, but her dad's not the fella who shot someone on a set. That's her uncle. No, but also so her dad's still... she's like a nepo baby, 110%. Yeah, but she won- She was like... Like, fangirl, 13-year-old, love Justin Bieber. But Justin okay. Bieber, at this point, was dating Selena. And she was, like, big fan of Selena. But okay. now the whole thing is that... Justin Bieber and Selena broke up and two months later he was married to Hayley Bieber. Two months later he was married to her? Yeah, because like the church that Justin Bieber was in wanted... Oh, I've heard that he's part of like a really problematic church. Wanted, um, basically orchestrated for them two to marry and now Hayley Bieber apparently does does everything that Selena does. She just copies her in every way. Got the same tattoo, got the, uh, yeah, tattoo, Matt, like copies her Instagram post. When she cuts her hair, she... um, when Selena cuts her hair, she cuts her hair. When uh, she does a Selena does like a cook still, yeah. Selena does a cooking Get over show. It. Didn't they go Again, out ages ago? This is, I mean, this is all like old news now. But then the reason why it blew Sorry, up. When was this then? When, when you say this blew up, when was that? Are we talking uh, years ago? Like March. Oh, oh, okay. So no, but they've been Selena and Justin have been together for years, they right? Been, yeah. Okay, yeah, so get over it. I know, but then it's so then but then the so then the Kendalls the Kendalls? No what they called? Kendall Jenner what the, they, the Kardashians? Kardashians, that's the ones. Then the Kardashians got involved because they're more mates with Haley, but then they did like some sort of like slagging off Instagram post, like subtweeting uh Selena and then everyone got mad about that so then everyone started unfollowing the Kardashians were bullying Selena Gomez yeah. that makes sense though because isn't she friends with Taylor Swift who they also bullied exactly <gasps> it's all the way to the top it goes <laughs> all the way to the top I'm gonna figure this shit out and we are and like, you and I have a solid two halves of a 20 piece puzzle <laughs> 
do do like half pieces of a twenty piece puzzle. We're but stringing it together. Honestly, it was it filled my Instagram feed. I now follow Selena because I want her to be the most followed. So we're Instagram supporting account. Selena. Yeah, I'm team Selena. Selena. Okay, team Selena. It's Apparently. not. But the thing is, I'm not anti Haley Bieber. I'm not one of the people who went out and attacked Haley Bieber. Like like we don't attack people on the internet. But that's I am. Not, that's not us. I am supporting Selena. Okay, so we don't like Hayley Bieber. To what? be honest, I think Justin Bieber's a bit of a prick as well, isn't he? Yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah, he They're seems it. I mean, again, these are people who we don't know. <laughs> no, never met. Funnily, this is going to blow your minds, listeners. I've actually never met Justin Bieber no. or Selena Gomez. Taylor Swift has never even fucking heard of me. Do you want to know? Imagine, living a life never even heard of me. What? <laughs> What a great existence that must be. <laughs> I don't know if you want to mention this, but you said Come someone on. recently said to you, should I have heard of you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was such a lovely the story when you told me. Man. So I had to go to an ENT last week. Um, I'm okay for all my listeners. But basically, actually, listen to the podcast, we probably know. I keep losing my voice, basically. I keep losing my voice. keeps going really gravelly. And I do lots of vocal warm-ups. And I, I do all that you're supposed to do to look after your voice. But it wasn't really helping. So eventually, anyways, went to go see an ENT. I had to put a scope down me, which is not Ooh. a nice experience. Ooh. Although it's not that bad, to mm-hmm. be honest. Um, but it's like they've got to put it up your nose and down your throat. And anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> let's just say no, no, no. Right? I'm not. I will never be a porn star. Let's put it that way. The gag reflex is intact. Um, moving swiftly on. Did he even buy you a drink before? No. Would you believe? Right? <laughs> but he was so lovely and basically beforehand when we did the consultation, I was really nervous of going into this ENT basically because I know doctors sometimes you can feel very like they're just going to... I have been to doctors before so I've been diagnosed with uh, PCOS and suspected endometriosis and that took years and uh, I think in that I would go into doctors you know and be like I have all these hormonal like issues and they would sort of like look at one blood test and be like nah you're fine it's just normal period and I'd be like cool well someone called an ambulance because I fainted and vomited everywhere on my period so I don't think it's normal so if you could please listen to me so I've, I spent years having to advocate for myself and having doctors say like really shitty things mm-hmm. like once I was when I went for an ultrasound to get my PCOS confirmed and I, for those of you who don't know how you go and get an ultrasound have you ever heard of getting an ultrasound? Uh, I mean, I've never had one. Right. So here, for the uninitiated, let me tell you, okay? So when you go for an ultrasound, because your uterus sits on top of your bladder, which is why pregnant women always need to pee. um, Or no, wait, is your bladder on top of your... No, uterus is on top of your bladder, I think. One or the other, who knows? And... But basically, your uterus, when it's not being used... (laughs) When it's unoccupied... (laughs) There's a vacancy, right? <laughs> when it's just, you know, free, free, free tenancy. Um, there's, there, what it is, it's small. Like, it's much smaller than, obviously, grows when you have a baby in it. But it's like, I think it's like the size of your fist or something, like, but not as big as even your fist. Like, it's quite small, really small. And so it can be hard to find it. So in order to do that, and they don't want you to fill the uterus first, because then you're looking at something very different than the ultrasound. But they ask you to fill your bladder. So if your bladder's full, it should push up your uterus and make it easier to look at. So I'm told. So basically what they tell you to do is like half an hour or so before the uh, appointment, they ask you to drink two litres of water. Oh my God. Right, so that your bladder's really full and you're not allowed to go to the bathroom. 
So I did that two and a half hour before down to two litres of water. So I am like full to the bin. My appointment was then delayed. <gasps> no. Yeah, like 10, 15 minutes more, like longer even. Get in there. It's been like nearly 50 minutes. My pelvic floor is crying, right? It's hanging on for a dear fucking life, right? Like two litres of water just straight in there. And in the ultrasound you have to like lie down on this plinth right mm. firstly this man has no interpersonal skills right he's just so rude okay and he's just like get, get up there blah, blah. and I was like I don't really know what level of undressed I have to get you know like because yeah. also your uterus is kind of low down like it sits on your pelvic bone or whatever so I was like I don't know. he was like no you can just pull that down it's fine or whatever so squirts like gel on it's fucking <laughs> freezing right and you're dying to pee so like every movement you're like trying to cleanse your pelvic floor with everything you have in you and then, right, they put the ultrasound, like, I don't know, scope thing, the like, I don't know, what would you call it? The like, oh God, the like remote, I don't know, the thing that they put on your stomach anyways. It yeah. just looks like a hunk of plastic or anything. But like, you know, the, the sensor maybe. And he starts rubbing it, like, but digging it into your stomach, trying to root around to find your uterus. So whilst you are filled to the brim of piss, right? <laughs> just like full of piss, right? Like dying, right? To go to the loo. There is someone literally pushing down on your bladder. And I was sitting there on this plinth. I literally grabbed the side of the plinth. I was like, I'm going to piss myself all over this van. Like, I am going to wet myself. So you know when it's like, you need to pee so bad, it's painful. Do you know oh, that no, like, when yeah. it's like painful and you're yeah. like, and so he was like, it's not, it's not, he's like, I'm not, I'm not pressing too hard. He was kind of like, oh, I'm not pressing that hard. I was like, fucking prick. Don't you tell me what's too hard. Quite frankly, open doors, piss on him. I was going to say, I was like, I'm, you haven't even heard the worst of it yet. So I'm using every morsel of strength I have in me to fucking not wet myself on this man's shoes. And so, um, anyways, eventually he finds my uterus and then what he really had Classic, to measure. man. I eventually had to help him out with that one, didn't I? Give him a fucking roadmap. <laughs> Uh, he was like, oh, and it was this bit. I was like, that's my esophagus. No, um, uh, I'm joking. So anyways, he eventually finds it and then he has to find my um, ovaries, which are even harder to find because your ovaries are like tiny. They're like yeah. the size of a walnut or something. So then he's trying to find my ovaries and then he has to like grab one, screen it, measure it because it's basically they measure your ovaries and if your ovaries are like bigger than they should be they're like okay they must have cysts on them therefore polycystic ovaries that's how they kind of roughly diagnose it and one of my ovaries was way bigger than it should have been and the other one was kind of just at the top of being big and so he was sort of again he's saying all this to me and when, you know when you're like all I'm like don't wait yourself 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 like clenching with everything like my pulse is in my ears I can't really hear him so then I'm sat there and he's trying to consult and I was like, okay, so do I have PCOS? He was like, well, do you know, maybe, maybe like one of them's a bit enlarged, don't really know. And I was like, what like, what do you mean? And I and then he I think he said the normal size of an ovary is like I'll get it wrong, but like eight to twelve centimeters. It's, so, a, it's a theme in this podcast, yeah, no, don't worry. You're not here for facts, you know. Like we just jangled together some sort of pop culture theory about <laughs> Selena Gomez and Taylor Swift. If you're here for any intellectual, accurate discussion, move on, right? Uh, but anyways, one of them was kind of like it sounded like nearly half as big as it should be and then the other one was like on the upper end of the spectrum and he was like but it's hard to get a definitive read and to be honest like if your blood test isn't going everything was sort of like yeah. sort of there like halfway there so he was like who knows and he was like to be honest with these things it can just be like you know having difficult periods and I was like looking at this man he was like you know some women just find it tough and I was looking at him being like again at this stage of my life twice 
two times mm. people have tried to call an ambulance for me because of how bad I've got on, on my periods. I fainted, I vomited, I bla- like I'm in mm. excruciating pain. It's like really bad. So I was like, um, yeah, sure. And meanwhile, I'm like trying everything in me not to piss. And this man turns around to me, not only gates everything, basically. And also I'm like, wait, but aren't both of my ovaries on the large side slash one of them is quite a bit larger than it should be. So therefore, cysts? Like, I was yeah. like, is it not? And he was like, nah, maybe. Like, wouldn't give Whoa. me anything. And then he goes, but to be honest, he was like, a lot of women uh, find that the best thing is uh, Bear in mind, I'm like 23, 24. He was like, um, a lot of the time, the best thing to sort of help reset, he was like, often a pregnancy helps hit the reset button on your whole reproductive system. And he was like, honestly, sometimes that's just the best thing. People have a lot of problems. Then once they have their first baby, it helps resolve all of that. Also, he says in passing, he goes, I'm sort of sitting there going, sorry, is your medical recommendation that I have a child? He goes, also... If you do have polycystic ovaries, you can have trouble conceiving. So better to start sooner rather than later. (laughs) Again, I'm full of piss. I am (laughs) dying to pee. And this man just drops the bomb on me that like, yeah, maybe you have this. I think the only way to medically, in my opinion, do anything about it is for you to have a child. I'm like, I'd rather try some other options rather than an 18 year obligation. They are so good at solving problems though. Honestly, I have heard. a kid, it'll solve all your fucking issues. Are you joking? And then he said, may as well start soon because you'll probably have, you probably won't be able to have kids. Off you go now. And I went into the bathroom, like got, gathered up my things as quick as I could. Ran direct, I plotted by the bathroom. Yeah. Was when I was going in because I knew I would need to go immediately into it. Went into the bathroom, sat down in this cubicle, and then just like, do you know when you like need to be so bad? It's like the relief, and then I just burst into tears, crying everywhere. So like, fuck medical professionals mm-hmm. who make people feel like that. That's but anyways, that's not what happened at my ENT appointment. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what we were doing. That's where we were. I did forget for a second. I, was like, I did find it. Did we get here? Apparently though, when you're like, when you really, really need a wee, those are the best times to make decisions because you'll just snap make a decision. You'll just be like, I just got to... Oh, I was willing to get pregnant. I was willing to... <laughs> I, for a second, I heard him out. I was like, maybe you're short of a kid. Fine, I'll do that. Let me go to the loo. Like, I was like, fine, stick it in. No, don't. I was just like, whatever, grand, I'll have a child. And then ran into the loo. Okay, um, maybe my theory's wrong. Maybe it's not the best time. Yeah, I don't, I don't... I think you'll say yes to it. E- Anything. I think it's a good time to make quick decisions. That's definitely I think if the you, best one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, there we go. Let's let's just uh, redact that statement. But you, uh, I can be a faffer. Anyway, so the E so the ENT. So I was nervous E-N-T. going into him because that was kind of one of my last experiences of having to go see a consultant and it really wasn't nice. And, you know, it was, it was really stressful. And this is one where I'm like, my voice has kept going and I'm really stressed about it because obviously I have a job and uh, comedy and things. And I was really nervous of going in there and getting judged. Mm. And... Uh, which had happened a lot as well with um, my sort of hormonal hormonal issues. And so I walk in, the man's the friendliest man ever. And I was like, really feel the need to like explain to him why like, I do talk a lot. I do use my voice, but I also do vocal warm-ups and I steam and I give myself vocal rest. Like I try and do all the things, but yes, I do excessively talk <laughs> at the same time. So I was like, look, it's my job. Like, and I've been, I went last week after the records, but I was like, I did a podcast today, for example. And then last night I had my first solo show. So that was like an hour on stage. And the night before that I did a gig. But the day before I took full vocal rest. I didn't talk to anyone all day. So like, I really try offset it. I tried to be balanced about it. And I was trying to justify it. And then he was like, oh, wow. So you're a performer then. You did a show. What type of show? And I was like, oh, um, I'm a comedian, which is kind of just gross to tell people. Yeah. Right? It, generally, I never, you never, I'm always a teacher. 
I'm always a teacher in any circumstance. I'm just a teacher. Don't fucking ask me about because the shit people say to you. Don't ever tell a taxi man you're a comedian. No. Christ alive. You don't want to do that. But again, for this, I was like, I feel like it's important I tell him I'm a comedian because I thought I thought in that moment he might think I'm a singer or whatever. I was like, mm. no, it's just talking, but it's all talking. So I need my voice to work. So I was like, I'm a comedian. And then he went, oh. And a podcast. I went, yeah. And he goes, should I know who you are? In the <laughs> nicest way. And then I went, oh, oh God. No. And then he went, before he did, he went, oh, even if I, w- I should, I won't. I don't know any. And I was like, that's okay. Thank you. That's fine. And then he was like, well, you need your voice. And then I like made some quip and he was like, you are funny. And I was like, oh my God, thanks for the validation. And then he was like, well, let's see what we could do to make sure you can perform as much as you need. And I was like, oh, that's so nice. Then he stuck something up my nose and down my throat and I gagged all over <laughs> But hey, that's how I say hi. <laughs> but yeah, but now we're on to meds. You think it's like the cartilage in my esophagus needs to like stop swelling and heal. And hey, where's he? I have to go back and see him in two months. But like, what a nice man. Yeah, so any medical people out there, like, please just be nice to the people that you deal. You might see a million fucking uteruses and loads of fucking ovaries every fucking day, but like, don't tell people to get pregnant. That's no. not, that cannot be a medical recommendation for an issue. Like, I'm trying to think what problem that would solve. <laughs> no. Apart from, you know, the rapidly decreasing population of the earth, none. Okay, and we're not there yet. So yeah. don't be telling people to get pregnant in doctors' offices. I was going to you know the last time I told a joke in the doc- in the doctor's office. Oh, pray do tell. <laughs> oh God, go on. Um, it was when I mean, right? It's fine. It was when I was getting my OCD diagnosis. So it was a psychiatrist's nice. office. Yeah, do you know what? Higher the stakes, higher the laughs. I know exactly. Okay, you get a psychiatrist to laugh. That is a ten out of ten. But I'm gonna tell you, I did not, I did not handle it well. Like like the comedian I was, I did not handle it well, um, because I uh, I was feeling tense because it was my first experience of like being like of this, and it's very like it's awkward. You don't know what's going on. Yeah. You've only known what you've seen in movies, and you like, and so you have all these like preconceptions. And so I was feeling tense. So I thought, oh, I'm gonna tell her a joke to make myself feel better. That's what yeah. I do. I'll tell myself, tell her a joke. But I didn't phrase it in a nice way. I went, I'm gonna tell you a joke. <laughs> That sounds like a threat. Just very threatening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And bless her, she was like, oh, okay. And then I realised, I was like, oh, God, I don't want her to take this seriously. It's just a joke. It's just a silly little joke. So I thought... We I haven't should... started yet. <laughs> so I thought I should... Ex- this doesn't count. <laughs> I thought I should explain. And I was like, don't worry, it's just a joke. Like, don't take it seriously or anything. But what I ended up doing was going, don't write it down. <laughs> don't write it down. <laughs> Don't write it down. And I yelled at her and she was like, I'm not going to write it down. It's okay. If you want, you can read my notes. I was like, no, I don't want to read your notes. Just don't write it down. I don't want to know what you have to say about me. Just don't include this and that. <laughs> Go on, tell us the joke. Oh, it's not even like, good. It's about, it's a joke. It's all right. No one's written it down. <laughs> oh, trust me. She did because I got passed on to the next line along. She's like, I can't handle you. And I was like, okay. <laughs> And honestly, the next place was very scary. I should not, just don't tell jokes. <laughs> um, it's our coping mechanism. But um, the joke was, I, I used to do this joke about how I really wanted to be a small pet chiropractor. I think I remember this. And I would crack, I would mime cracking a little hamster's back. Yeah, I <laughs> but, do remember this. But just put my little thumbs out and then going... 
You told the psychiatrist. I told the psych. By then, I told her that I'm so good at miming hamsters. (laughs) (laughs) Stop it! (laughs) I'm so good at miming hamsters that I need to like put them away somewhere because I'm like, well, there's a hamster there. So I and I was like, basically, there's nine hamsters in my biscuit tin. And then she passed me on further down the mental health stream. I'm not gonna like I'm not a psychiatrist, but I would have needed some help on that one, Ruby. (laughs) I would have been like, oh my god, the books didn't teach me about the hamsters in the biscuit tin. I'm just oh no. I'm so good at miming, and I will not drop the the bit. I will not drop the bit. Here's the problem. I've seen that joke. I've seen that joke, and on stage, and with the act out, and with the space work that you do to like make a tin, all very funny. That's exactly the type of shit that lands you in a psychiatrist's office. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> They're like, it says here OCD. I'm going to say psychosis. <laughs> oh, it was mad. It was mad. <laughs> but like we said, we're fine. Yeah, and any fine. medical professionals that come across us, just act normal. <laughs> Yeah, that's where Ruby Diamond comes out. That's just tell, just tell us you think we're famous comedians and then we'll be fine. That's why I have a whole host of characters <laughs> who I pretend to be. It's the whole point. Why is everyone screaming? <laughs> yeah, that's our advice. So, uh, look, just to wrap up, that's our advice for the medical profession. Listen, we get your busy striking, looking for fair pay. I agree. Yeah. But also take some time to learn up, okay? Can you imagine if you and I... Oh, my God. Can you imagine... Imagine if you and I were tasked with going into like med students and they were like, okay, because they have to like be trained how to deal with like patients. Oh, yeah. And they were like, these two. (laughs) And we were like, hey, we're going to teach you bed manners. Yeah. What do they call it? Bed. uh, Bedside manners, isn't it that? Bed bed manners. Bed. Bedside rapport. Bed. Yeah, that stuff. Yeah. It's like when I went to go get my first COVID interaction. (laughs) Oh, God. Well, that's vaccinators. They're different. Although, yeah. don't speak badly of vaccinators. I'm not speaking badly of vaccinators. Francis is one. She'll be listening. I'm not. Uh, Francis, I'm not. She was. Um, the Francis my... would also like me to say she's not just a vaccinator. She's also a qualified nurse in ICU, pediatrics, and geriatrics. She's, an, she's an incredible angel. Currently, she's just vaccinating. Yeah. Not just. Oh, God. <laughs> Look, ma'am, you're great. Let's move on. She's not even but, here. But when I, when I went to go get the vaccination, because I was quite afraid. Because <laughs> needles and. Uh, yeah, I was scared. But I wanted to go. Yeah. I, I, I remember she opened the door. She's like, Ruby? And I, I walked in, walked straight to the window, turned around, started crying. She was like, are you okay? And I was like, no, I'm fine. Just do it. <laughs> Didn't I go with you? You were outside, yeah. That yeah, time. yeah. I went with you to the place. And you were very brave. I was so brave. You were very brave. But again, she was looking at me being like, are you sure you want to do this right now? I was like, if you don't do it now, I'll never do it. <laughs> <laughs> Just weeping. It's like a caged animal. Just stick, stick it in me. <laughs> Just do it. They're like, this doesn't feel like consent. <laughs> no, I'd love the idea of you and I going into drain medical profession. <laughs> they're like, pretend you got a bogan hand and be like, right, so. And they're like, I'm going to need to x ray your hand. You didn't laugh at my joke. <laughs> you won't stop talking and we'll be aggressive and I will just throw out curveballs. <laughs> Ruby's like trying to climb the walls to be like, stay away from me. <laughs> Honestly, I actually think. You, that, I mean, because if they had us in a training situation, then they could deal with anything. Yeah, any scenario, that'd be sorted, man. Well, me and my ENT are best friends. Can't wait to go see him again in two months. <laughs> right, here we go. A problem? 
a problem. Okay. Seems that we've given all the medical advice. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if I did. Uh, did I pick out? No, I haven't picked a medical one. That's annoying. That's okay. Here we go. Um, Far be it from us to be organised enough to have a theme. <laughs> <laughs> so this is from the London Journal. Lovely. <laughs> 1860. 1860. We are talking 150 plus years ago. Yes. Yes, great. Let's go. <laughs> okay. That's enough maths for me. <laughs> there we go. So, Ben Johnson sang, Drink to me only with thine eyes. Drink to thee only with thine... So is that a song? That's... um. So, Ben Johnson was a playwright and poet in the 16... In 1660. I looked it up. Oh, my God. Research? I know. On this podcast. And so, this is a poem that starts off with, Drink to me with only thine eyes. And it's a, like... So, it's a love poem being, like, uh, like your, your, your lips are only for my cup or whatever. But that sounds really gross. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um... So, yeah. so is this quoting a poem? Yes, quoting a poem okay, at the start. Great, great, Love great, great. context. Ben Johnson sang, Drink to me only with thine eyes, and we fancy you have drunk rather too much with yours. <gasps> oh, <Yeah. laughs> someone's eyes were thirsty. <laughs> they are thirsty. Uh, we cannot lend any uh, countenance to such glaring improperity as trying to catch a gentleman's attention. <gasps> Rude. <laughs> Someone it, was thirst trap. Right, go on, go on. It is um, his duty to try and catch yours. So preserve your dignity and the decorum due to your sex, position and usage of society. Is that it? That's it. Absolute bullshit, London <laughs> Journal. Let the girls thirst trap. Literally thirst trap. Yeah. Okay, let them thirst trap. If they want to capture, say, oh yeah, we're, what, women are just supposed to sit wallflowers until men decide to give attention. Fuck up, as if men have ever, here's the thing, you thirst trap so that the man thinks it's his decision. Exactly. Do you think a man has ever made you know a decision on his own? Men always think they make the first move. I'm like, mate, I had stalked you, found out your ex-girlfriend's mother's name before you even know mine. I, I knew everything there was to know I about I found you. out the name of your band from year eight. Yeah. <laughs> Listened to the songs, picked up on the themes, found out about your parents' divorce, and used that in our opening gambit. <laughs> Checkmate. <laughs> men have never men have never in their lives made the first move I love it recently my friend um, my two friends are getting married and it was their engagement party recently and they were talking about we were sort of talking about how when they first met and blah 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 and actually when they first met he had a girlfriend and uh, but I I the weekend like after they met saw my friend and she was like really like this guy but he's got a girlfriend and I was like mm, okay and she was like but my they had a mutual friend that's how they met they were like the mutual friend was like I don't really know what's going on with them they've been a bit on off like blah, blah 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 whatever else and so like me and my friend were like talking loads about it he was like yeah I didn't I was still in a relationship at that point I was like yeah we'd already decided and look at you now you're getting married <laughs> okay just sit back and enjoy the ride boys we'll make the decisions from here <laughs> So let the ladies thirst trap. Let us thirst trap. Let them thirst trap as which, much as the, which in eighteen sixties what showing a wrist. <laughs> what is this? A very sexy wrist. Like uh, <laughs> accidentally dropping a hanky to make him or no? Do they call it hanky? Well, Handkerchief. It'd be, it'd be all the fan work, wouldn't it? It'd yes. be all the it'd, oh it'd, yeah. It'd be Hot the summer's day. Hiding hiding half your face and just looking with your eyes. And the thing is, because of your position and stature, blah, 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 being a mm. woman, like it says, you just, even if he's like, oh, she did whatever, 
they're convinced you're thick as shit. So you can just play them at their own game, aka being stupid, okay? Because that's a man's game. So you just play play them at their own game. So if they're like, oh, you drop, they'll be like, oh my God, I didn't even realize. Oh my Lord, did I just make eye contact? Oh, why am I a Southern Belle? I don't really know. Oh my God, I didn't even realize. Are you also suggesting that she drops her hanky, bend and snap? Bend, snap. <laughs> bend and snap. The Reese Witherspoon classic. Bend and Oh, actually, no, that's not Reese Witherspoon. It's, um, oh my God, what's her name in White Lotus? Oh my God, this is going to kill me. No, you do know. In White Lotus. Oh, well, be- Reese um, Witherspoon as L Woods was, she was legally blonde. She was her. And then you're talking about, no, okay. I'm, I'm talking about the beautician who teaches. Yeah. No, who no. Who L teaches the bend and snap too. It is. Wait, we will get there. We Fuck. will get there. She's everywhere at the minute. Wait, she was like a month ago. Uh, Fucking shit. We will get there. Oh, oh my god, this is gonna kill me. Should I just open up my laptop? And no, look? I can look at my phone. Oh my god. When you see it, can you just give me. me the first letter? Yeah. Uh, oh my god, I'm so annoyed. Jennifer, Jennifer. Jennifer. Coolidge. Coolidge. Jennifer Coolidge. We didn't actually, you can check the tape. We didn't actually get to Googling because my phone was on airplane mode. Jennifer Coolidge. Oh, yeah. Bend and snap originator. Yeah, but, right. Jennifer Coolidge is a great example of this. I feel like everyone thought she was like dumb and blah, blah, blah. The fucking woman's a genius. Mm-hmm. Okay, do you see any women her age doing the range of shows she's done? It's incredible. She's amazing. Right, so we agree. Let the lady thirst trap. Yeah, because right. also, maybe you're just, okay, maybe you're just not being subtle enough with your first trap if men are noticing. Like, Are men noticing though or is she just writing in being like, is it okay for me to try and get his attention? Don't ask for permission, just ask for forgiveness. Yeah. No, permission. Yeah, what did I say? I thought you said information. I really, in my mind, I said. Okay, cool. We are listening to the tape. Go, go back on the tape. <laughs> I, I, this is why I'm like, wait, don't correct her if it's wrong. But I thought you said, anyways, it doesn't matter. Don't ask for permission, ask for forgiveness. Also, don't ask a fucking London journal. It's probably written by a man. Yeah, I'm just saying, every time we read out a London journal one, I am quite often like... <laughs> This guy. I love how we're really getting to know these publications (laughs) and really have strong opinions on them. But I reckon whoever wrote the London Journal, you ask their wife who who instigated the whole fucking thing. He hasn't a fucking clue. Hasn't a clue. He started the whole... He thinks he initiated the whole thing. Untrue. Well, I've got another London Journal one here. (gasps) Okay, do you so want to read that? Let's see how, it? yeah, this one is um, five years earlier, 1855. Five years, okay, 1855, so possibly the same person responding. Yeah, so we like, we've got uh, already a, a repertoire, an understanding of what, from the previous problem. Got okay. context. Context of like what kind of advice they give. Okay, and this is like a similar vibe of advice. So, oh gosh, names. Do you want me to have a go? It's, it's Lanfia. Uh, Lavi- uh, uh, Lavina. Lavina. It sounds. Say Lavina. Yeah, that sounds better. It sounds nice. Lavinia. No. La. Lavinia. Vinia. Lavinia. Lavinia. Okay, so Lavinia. Lavinia. <laughs> <laughs> you went. <laughs> That was the most dyslexic thing you've we, ever done. Lavinia, great. Lavini. <laughs> we spent so long going, how do I say this? How Lavinia, do I say Lavinia, this? Lavinia. Okay, Lavinia. are you ready? And go. Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. 
Okay. Go, go, go. Now I'm not going to be able to say it. It's like, I can't, still can't say an old address of mine. The road, I just can't say it. What? Um, I just can't say it. Anyway. Okay, never mind. Oh, and I'm not going to say it on a podcast. It's still an, an emergency question. What's it called? An emergency question? An identifier question. A security question? Security question. Oh, what, an old road you used to live on? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's all right. Don't worry about it. Okay, well, as long after. as you can spell it. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you can't say it, I doubt you can spell it. Right. Lavinia. Lavinia. There you okay. go. Wants to be married, but cannot obtain a sweetheart. <gasps> yeah. She is afraid her uh, commanding presence intimidates the young gentleman of her acquaintance. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, who is Lavinia? <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm not reading a problem out. <laughs> There's nothing in the book. Um, Damn it. <laughs> Nothing of the kind. It is her anxiety, her feverish stepping out of her um, maidenly reserve, which has shocked um, their preconceived notion of feminine propriety and so frightens them into dumb, dumb insignificance. Lavinia! <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. So she's like, I step out from my maiden. Yeah, she she gets so she gets a bit nervous in front of them, and so probably no, I, no, no, no. I think it means yeah. it is her anxiety, yeah. her feverish stepping out of her maidenly reserves, which has shocked their preconceived notions of feminine. Propriety. So she's nervous that basically her stepping out from being like a delightful little maiden is the reason they won't talk to her. Yeah, she's probably I can going out for there. free living. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I've done the research and the field work on this one. Right. It is. It dumbfounds them. It's probably her going out and going, oh, you twat! <laughs> like, punching them. Yeah, that's not what I do. <laughs> I come up with a much wittier thing to call them and then punch them. What do you think the advice should be? The last sentence is their advice. What what, wait. What do you think the advice should be? Then what do you think the London Journal has advised? Here's the thing, Lavinia. You're not too much, they're not enough. Yes. Okay. There's no such thing. They're cowards. So, Harry, you being stepping out from your maidenness, right? Okay. So, just because you're not being like a little delicate flower, they're all shocked and dumbfounded. Then they're fucking dumb, right? They're cowards. They're not dumbfounded. They're just dumb. You mean a real man? A real. I hear maybe they're only in books, but look. (laughs) (laughs) No, I've met some. I've met great men who are not intimidated by strong, powerful women mm. or women who are just not, you know, ultraly feminine and therefore delicate and weak-minded or whatever else, who are well able to withstand a bit of shock. And here's the thing, life will be shocking. Life won't be delicate and maidened. So if you want to have a life with someone, the minute stuff gets harder, the minute gets, things go out of their control, they'll be shocked and dumbfounded. Fuck that, Lavinia. You're not too much. Be too much. They're not enough. Just because they can't measure up doesn't mean you should make yourself smaller. Yes. Take up space. And again, this is advice for Lavinia. Now, what do you think? Not from me personally. <laughs> this isn't what I say in the mirror every morning. This is what I'm telling Lavinia. This is flowing really well out of your mouth. I know, it yeah. It's like... almost like a mantra. <laughs> 
you know the way I really concisely had that you're not too much they're not enough yeah that's never come to me before <laughs> that's not something me and my therapist work on <laughs> Go now, on. What do you think the London Journal's advice might be? Oh, considering... I'd say it says get back in your box, Lavinia. I'd say it says, Lavinia, shut the fuck up, sit the fuck down and be a little wallflower. Do you want to know? Go on. <laughs> Lavinia must be more retiring. Uh, think less of herself and learn to spell better. <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist, it was about Ruby all along. It was me. <laughs> Pull off a mask. Lavinia! (laughs) Your name's been Lavinia? I know. It was all time. That beginning bit, all acting. I knew how to say my own name. (laughs) She's just Googled pop culture 2020. That's where all the Selena Gomez shit came from. That was Lavinia trying to fit in. Ruby never would have said that. Exactly. I'm sorry. Learn to spell better. So just sly dig on obviously her writing. Yeah, which, why? Fucking prick. The London Journal. Remember this. London Journal. London Journal. London Journal. Bunch of jerks. (laughs) Well, you're from London. You think you're better than me. Oh, do you? Little Cece. Little Essex boy or something. Where do we know. live? London. Yeah, we do, yeah, yeah. But we're not from here. So. We're from, no. Blowins, you know. We're trying to elevate the place. <laughs> right, do we have one time? We'll be right. One more quick one. one more. Okay, wait, I need to get the... I didn't have a sticky note, so I only had pieces oh, no. of paper. There we go. Okay. Here we go. Uh, this is um, Mother and Home. Okay, great. <laughs> Mother and Home. 1910. 1910, okay. So only 113 years ago. Well done. That's why she's been working on that. No, I haven't. <laughs> it's just an easy, that's quite a round number. It's easy. That's Do you know nice what I mean? Number. It's quite an easy one, that yeah, one. That's yeah, nice yeah, and neat. Yeah. Okay, mother and home, go, go, go. Uh, this is a problem, then solution. Great. What can you advise me to do to cure my son? Who is 15. Not have one. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah, get rid of him. <laughs> Who is 15? Send him down the river in a Moses basket? I don't know. He's 15. He won't fit in a Moses basket. Fucking put ties down to him then. <laughs> Send him. Why not? Catherine! Uh, no, yeah, sorry. Again, the doctor was telling me to have kids. <laughs> okay. Um, who is 15 of self-consciousness? Oh, all yeah. right. Okay, right. It is so trying for a boy who is at work among boys who are innocent of that complaint and who are already at once as soon as they get the chance to make fun of him. So he's a little anxious little yeah. fella. And the other boys aren't anxious. And, and they're as making soon fun as they him. can, they're he's like, nervous. ah, you're shy. He's been bullied. Yeah. He's been bullied. He's nervous and he's been bullied. Yeah, and he's had an Irish woman threaten to tie a stone to him and throw him in a river. Yeah, her name's Lavinia. Look, we won't get into it, right? It's weird. At this stage, she's yeah. like 70 as well. Yeah, she's... <laughs> but she's not going to make herself any smaller. No, she's she will not trick herself. <laughs> She'll just drown boys. Um... <laughs> So what do you... Okay, you give advice first, because I feel like maybe this is Ruby tier advice. We need some compassion. We need some understanding. Yeah. I would say... Go on, Ruby, so you give some advice. Have a fun fact always in your pocket. 
he's being bullied. He's already he's okay. already being bullied, Ruby. The main way that I wasn't bullied was that I had long arms. Again, that is not something this man can control. If you've got a really man, good boy. If you've got good reach, <laughs> they're less likely. This I'm is sorry. quite a reach, I'll be honest. You giving this as a solution to the problem is quite a fucking reach. Well, we've had solutions before for getting taller, for, um, for hanging from monkey bars. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, I remember that one. So maybe you spin around in a circle so your yeah, But wait, hold on. Up. How the fuck is long arms going to help him? I don't Firstly, know. Firstly, that makes him abnormal. <laughs> Not to have a go at you, but it's <laughs> not normal. <laughs> but I think that, like, I'm not very... He ugly. just looked like a gorilla. Like, do you know the way their arms are, like, down to their knees? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but... How is that going to help him not be bullied? I'm sorry, but... If you... oh. He needs some confidence, <laughs> Ruby. Well, then, don't... I mean, okay, true compassion, those people are not your friends. Don't hang out with them if you can. He can't avoid them. He's in school every day. Then get long arms. What are the long arms going to achieve? They will be intimidating. Uh, no, that's big arms. <laughs> no, You're getting them mixed up. definitely long arms. It's definitely muscly. <laughs> you got this wrong. So Ruby's, Ruby's thing is work out. Get swole. Well, no, mine is long arms. Um, or have a fun fact. Um, have fun facts in your pocket. I would say, like, lo- whatever your thing that you enjoy the most is, find those people who like that thing. Because, like, my brother, I don't know how, he was a, a, he was a Star Wars nerd, loved Lord of the Rings, and he found all the people who liked Lord of the Rings and Star Wars, and they made a big enough group that they couldn't be attacked. <laughs> couldn't be attacked. <laughs> and then also, they all happened to be the boys that were six foot in the So year, find all so. the other shy, nervous boys and f- form a posse. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, your yeah. advice. My advice is slightly different. Stop hanging out with your mum so much. <laughs> okay? I doubt it's helping. <laughs> You're clearly really tired with your mum. Your mum's like, oh no, my poor little boy. Fucking flee that nest. Okay? Get away from your mum. Go stand on your own two feet. And then maybe you'll just be less of a wimp. I don't know. No, I I do appreciate, bless him, that he's nervous. But I do think not hanging out with your mum would help. <laughs> I don't think the mum is there. I know, but she seems quite involved. <laughs> <laughs> like, I do think a bit of parental neglect does a kid good every now and again. You know, builds a bit of character, builds a bit of resilience. Um, so maybe stop in the hanging out with your mom so much and then yeah maybe find like-minded friends maybe find the more gentle friends find something to be interested about or interested in maybe yeah get into I don't know what, what in 1910 get into um, poetry or uh, football or come on poetry's going to make you more of a nerd um, you know like football or uh, were there books out in those days? There were books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Get really into books. You think? You think going into football, going into sports? Yeah, possibly. Was football big? I feel like rug. Um, I don't know what was big back. Oh, do you know what? If he's small, is he frail? Did you say that? Or am I insinuating? <laughs> that? You're insinuating that. I'm you insinuating heard. You heard small. nervous. Well, also, you, you kept talking about grow his arms, so I'm assuming he's small because you keep mentioning he needs to grow. Maybe he's tall and gangly. They're also awkward boys. Um. <laughs> Maybe if he's small, though, and slight, be a jockey. Although that's quite hardy stuff. Mm. Yeah, but find something to be interested in and then find like-minded people, maybe. Okay. But also just, like, fucking get a mate who isn't your mum. <laughs> top, top tip, top takeaway. Right, what did they say about it? He said, um, he is at a nervy age oh. and no doubt will grow out of it when he's a little older. 
He ought to go in for athletics games as much as possible. I agree. Yeah. They are the best tonic in the world for shy and nervous boys. Yeah, just, just get them running around a field because then they, if they're running, they can't talk. Get rid of that nerve. Actually, <laughs> and, then, and then they don't have to be nervous. The nerdy, just... the nerdy guys were the long distance runners. Because they don't. Because they just keep running. They don't have to talk to anyone. They just run. It's a solo <laughs> endeavor. Yeah. You know, but it gives them some sort of thing to work towards. Also, kills a load of time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Good two hours gone on a long distance run. You know. God. Yeah, they're all nerds. Long distance running. That's it. Mm. Great, wonderful. We solved that problem. We solved it. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. We fucking put the world to rights here today. We keep solving. Firstly, Taylor Swift, dump your boyfriend, right? <laughs> Number two, Selena, keep going with what you're doing. Yeah. Number three, doctors, you have a lot to learn. <laughs> I know you've done eight years of like medical. Uh, and then, and then other exams. Learning and stuff. More, there's more on to I live with a doctor. Grace is gonna kill me. There's exams, she just did some exams, yeah. there's lots of exams. It's it's a tough road, but also guys don't forget interpersonal skills, okay? <laughs> Clowns have something to teach too. <laughs> That's me and Ruby. Right, Ruby, anything to plug? Um, I have a whip on the twenty fifth of June. A whip, by the way, my mother was asking me oh, this. It's work a in, work in progress. Work in show. Pro- so I have a show. That is working in progress yeah. <laughs> on the 25th of June at 2 North Down on a Sunday, 4 o'clock. Go to eBay. Come along. Go to it. And if you're thinking, God, Sunday, 4 p.m. is a great time for a show. The following Sunday at 4 p.m. <laughs> at 2 North Down, I have a show. Because <laughs> they can't get rid of us. Um, they can't at all. Uh, 4 p.m. So go see Ruby, go see me. It'll we be... should do a deal on our tickets. We'll talk about that afterwards. Oh, it's quite hard on the chicken and Okay, then we won't. Maybe we won't. we'll do a promo code. <laughs> we could do a promo code that's on both of our shows. That one we can do. <gasps> Let's figure that out. Okay, anyways, come see both of our shows a week apart in the same time, same place. And, um, <laughs> uh, and oh, also, I'm going to Falmouth Fringe. I'm going to Falmouth Cringe the following week afterwards. What? Listen, well, we'll listen back. You'll hear it. You said Falmouth Cringe. That's what it's called. Yeah. No. They've called it the Falmouth Cringe. Oh my God, I love that. I, I love that. That's, yeah, yeah. that's my I opinion. said the Falmouth Fringe, Falmouth Cringe. <laughs> I did not misspeak. So it's called Falmouth Fringe. It will be loads of fun. And I'm up Friday at 9 p.m. Oh, fuck. What's the Friday after? It's like the 8th, 9th, whatever that Friday is in July. 8th and 9th of July in Falmouth on the Friday at 9 p.m. Please buy um, some tickets because they put everyone else who's on, uh, whose shows are on at the same time as me on sale way earlier and announced them, but they've only just put mine on sale. Oh, gosh. I know, yeah, so I'm like behind everyone. Um, but uh, please, if you're in Falmouth and know anyone around there, come to it. Be, it's supposed to be fucking great crack. Um, and then there'll be some other ones as well. But mainly, uh, thank you to Laughing Around. Uh, studios and 21's who have now got mugs with their names on it so we can use them I don't know if I'm going to use this as a clip in the Instagram reels but it's just fun it's fun to do isn't it it's fun to show the cameras and then (laughs) yeah thank you to them for this Um, thank you please like subscribe and tell your friends have a good weekend goodbye bye we love you bye